When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us. In this episode, we are going to be covering episode two and three of the Hulu original, Casual. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Excited to talk about these next couple episodes right on the heels of us watching the pilot and talking about that together. Wow, so much happens. And two and three just continue some great stuff we touched on in the pilot so steve i'm really curious what did you think about two and three episodes two and three of casual season one what'd you think well first off i thought they were great all right second off i have to say that casual episode two season one was one of the best episode twos of a series that i've ever seen Wow. I really liked episode two. And a lot of times a pilot can be slow because there's so much setup and so much that they have to cram in, right? To yeah. the to the pilot episode and introduce you to all the characters. And it um well, I liked episode um, one. Episode two really took off with these characters and you knew them. And you got way more into Alex and Laura. Mm-hmm. Laura specifically, I thought. Right. really shined as a character and drove a number of those scenes. But um, I just thought it was really funny um, and really strong second episode to kind of kick off this first season. Following on the heels of a great pilot, get this, really, as you said, deepening story, character development, uh, a lot of insight into Laura and Alex both. And almost seeing uh, the same duplicity in their lives that we saw in Val and her life in the pilot. Yeah, it, absolutely. It was kind of their time to shine in this second episode. And although there was definitely a lot that Val did, I just, uh, you know, and a lot with the opening too, right? When she's sort of awkwardly in bed and, and the, <laughs> the entire breakfast scene was just, it just started off um incredibly funny and didn't really stop and i just honestly i wrote down you know i try to write down notes when i'm I'm watching this i almost like nearly every scene written down because i just thought the episode was so great really was and uh you realize like how long leon's been uh, at their house by the time he leaves and Alex is still like, <laughs> yeah, he never leaves. He never leaves. Like <laughs> they come back and they're like drinking coffee, hanging out. I'm like, wait, what? Why isn't he left? That was the best. <laughs> I have that written down as one of the funnier moments. Subtly just kind of, cause it's like a few scenes go by where like everyone else is living their life in the world. And it just goes back to Alex yep. and he's just hanging out with Leon and they're talking about their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is still latched on. It was like, Found a new friend, uh, uh, a kindred uh, spirit, so he thinks. Uh, 
Yeah, one of my favorite lines appeared in that scene too, where he said he called um, Val's ex husband a douche wagon, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> Doesn't he have an explanation for that term too? Yeah, it's douche wagon. It's kind of like a douche canoe, but way worse. <laughs> Referencing another term that uh, clearly we all know. <laughs> yes, I loved. Yeah, I, I thought that that was that was just very funny. And um, so you you got to kind of delve into Alex and Laura's world in this episode way more. Got to see the people in their lives, and um, with Val, you continued to see her trying new things, putting herself out there. Going right. to that spin class, which I thought was just hilarious. So funny. <laughs> yeah. The, the segues into scenes in casual are really funny. Really funny. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, that one especially. Like, yeah, they just kind of land you in that class and it starts off and the instructor's just swearing at everyone. and um, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calling Valerie <laughs> out for being timid and uh, not speaking loud enough. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's just like, any new people here? And in the way she awkwardly and embarrassingly raises her hand, please don't talk about me, me over here. Like um, she's she's super funny. And then she gets home and uh and Alex has a great comment, one of his great, you know, kind of wry, almost throwaway lines. Uh he looks at her, it's like, What happened to you? Just like spin class, right? And he's like, What does he say? Like uh Something money cult. <laughs> He's got this oh, like dismissive, know. like, oh man, so many great lines. And the beginning of this really, you know, a lot of this, it's just a continuation of the pilot, including that Leon has now been at their house for uh, seemingly uh, the whole show. <laughs> Right, and then has plans with him later. He's he's in the mix. Yeah, on a double yeah. takes him out on a double date. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, so um, you know. Also said, Laura, a lot happens with her story and character, um, a lot. It's amazing how quickly uh, just stuff develops. And uh, were there any, uh, you know, moments or, or things about her story that really stuck with you? Yeah, absolutely. I thought I, um, I found her high school moments uh, very fun and charming. Again, this episode was directed by Jason Reitman, right? So he did Juno. And he's very apt to this sort of high school world. And there was a real um, way, uh, a meter in which the high school kids were talking to each other and the the dialogue shifted, which I thought was very sophisticated as far as the writing of this, of the overall show went. And um, I dug to the introduction of her homeroom teacher who was good at photography, was trying to sort of connect with her. Right. And then she was immediately taking it to this place um, <laughs> that I think is, you know, connects to the overall theme of the show, which is like casual, you know? Like, right. um, so um, I liked that. I'm interested to see what happens there with that character. And yeah, and then going to the high school party, um, the, the great thing about this episode was it showed her in high school in a very realistic way but also gave you a sense that the character of Laura, Laura is a very old soul mm. um, and, mm-hmm. and wise beyond her years. That was what I kind of took away from her. From her. Yeah, and 
you know, it occurs to me as we're discussing it and you're getting this insight into all three of these main characters and how uh, well-rounded their characters already are becoming, um, you know, with the, you know, mom, uncle, codependency, younger parents. Uh, she kind of grew up with them almost. Um, and so there's almost this sort of like three roommates uh, yeah. dynamic, uh, living their lives through relationships, uh, through professional successes and failures. And uh, yeah, more than yeah. The, the different generations and, and the parent dynamic. Yeah, and they created a real differentiation between Laura and her high school friends, where mm-hmm. her high school friends seem way more immature in their dialogue and the, what they're talking about and how they're behaving right. in comparison to her. So she's kind of, you know, making some mistakes, but you can you can uh, tell her the influence of Alex and her mom on her as who she is as a human being. You know, while she's going through this, would all be a traumatic moment in her life where her parents are separating and she's, mm-hmm. you know, living somewhere else. And um, so I, a lot of layers there. I just, I think that they really showed Alex in a very complex and interesting way in this episode. And that's part, part of the reason why I, re- I really like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to offer that uh, complexity and um, you know, you were referencing about the pilot in our last episode, how you were really invested in sort of Val and her growth based off that. And now I think we can start to fully invest in all three of the main characters. Um, yeah. As you know, Valerie continues her development and we start to really see the depth uh, of both Laura and Alex more. And, um, you know, Laura, she is both mature and kind of an old soul but also we start to see the uh, effects and stresses of what's going on a little on her, um, right, as she uh, you know, gets arrested uh, in the wake of sort of the party and what, what may or may not have uh, transpired there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hilariously is, uh, is in the same you know, jail as, or the same police station as Alex and Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that that was a I'm glad you brought that up because that was just a very funny in, image the two of them sitting waiting to get picked up yeah. by Val at the police station and it's there that they have the conversation about Emil and her decision essentially to break up with him um which I really liked and I loved Alex um saying fuck him you can do better. He sucks a guitar anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i know yeah. that was great yeah um yeah the overall arc of the episode i was just i just really dug it and i think that's part of the reason why when you have a strong pilot and you get invested and you understand these characters and then getting to see them on their journey you're just way more invested um but i just thought there was so much to even the last line of, of this second episode when they're walking up the stairs and she said, uh, Laura says to Alex, thanks. And he's like, for what? And yeah. he, she says, thanks for being a bigger fuck up than I am. <laughs> and it was, and then that was the end of the episode. It was just, it was super tight yeah. like all around. Yeah. And it really, um, yeah, just added richness to the pilot further, you know, deepening and developing 
the main characters, the stories. Mm-hmm. There's these supporting characters that don't necessarily have their own time in these episodes, but it's the same few again, right? Kind of my favorite continuing and developing character in episode two is just ever-present Leon, and then he finally, like, you know, uh, gets arrested with Alex, and you just wonder, like, how far right, he's going to go. Very compassionate character, and you, know, you learn about his heartbreak, his backstory. You're, you know, it's like, oh, Leon, he's just trying to put put his life back together and yeah. meet someone who's deserving of him and yeah. be, be kind to him. And that is not, that is not the situation here. It's like, it's very, it's very clear. That's not going to be Val. Huh. Um, but I'm glad you brought up Leah, the secretary, cause that scene was pretty fun. And another example of Val trying to do something new and expand her, her world and horizon and that. Um, yeah, maybe um, was, um, was a lot of fun. Maybe my favorite exchange and sort of set of lines of the second episode is when uh, Leah's friend asks Val, uh, how did you get where you are? And, you know, Val starts, uh, well, a series of uh, bad decisions led to the dissolution yeah. of my marriage. <laughs> She's like, no, uh, I meant like your job. You're very successful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, I, I have that written down, too. How did you get where you are? I thought that was really cool. And the and where she took it was just totally the opposite of that. And um, I agree. It was so funny. And that um, just that, that energy, um, the juxtaposition of where they are in their lives, where right. Val is and her lives and the fact that she's sort of like, oh, I can embrace how old I am right now, that it's a good thing. Right. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. that's linked to her. She's she's a certain age. She's getting divorced, and she's putting a lot of lot on top of that, making that really heavy. And yeah, some of these moments are sort of designed for her to kind of just let go of that and just embrace who she is, right, and where she is. Yeah, and Leah becomes this um, this sort of lens in a way, or mirror almost of like, um, no, like uh, you know, I think it's me and my friends like think it's so cool where you are, right. Uh, whereas she's looking at them as like young and, you know, hot and going out and whatever it is, right, at the time, like, um, so cool. And then, yeah, she just like embraces it, goes for it, goes out with them and mm. uh, and gets that, you know, much younger guy's number, um, which is, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. She's just like, yeah, she's just going for it. Um, but, yeah, Leah uh, continues to serve as just this amazing counterpoint uh to her and they you know you're starting to see they have a truly symbiotic relationship so far and that they like really kind of uh you know fill these needs and uh really uh genuinely are sort of uh infatuated with these different parts of each other yeah yeah, you don't get, there's no negative vibe there. You feel like she's she's trying to help her. You know, she's trying to help Val in her journey with this and be there for her and uh, strengthen their relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't stress enough how great this actress is who's playing Val, Michaela Watkins, because that, that scene when she goes to the, the waiter James's house and meets his roommates <laughs> and they're smoking pot and she says... Oh man, she's like, you know, she turns down the the 
taking a hit off the bowl. And she's like, not that there's anything wrong with that. I just, in fact, it's been shown to relieve stress in cases of clinical anxiety. <laughs> her, her delivery and um, the way she plays awkward is so great and so fun great. to watch. It doesn't leave you feeling uncomfortable. It's just funny to watch. It really is. Yeah. She's totally in this role, seemingly already just like mastered that. Um, yeah, she's, I think we referenced it before, but yeah, she's like playing kind of the straight man, um, but in a way that's so like nuanced and uh, personal um, that it's like really, it's funny and endearing both. Uh, Absolutely. But, yeah. <laughs> and we learned, we obviously continued the journey with uh, Val and her opening up and moving on. And we, we got to enter Laura's world. Um, a lot more and sort of saw more depth to her and her humanity. And I think uh, when, we get in, when I got into the third episode, it was when I really started seeing more underneath Alex, yeah. right? Underneath this sort of confident, funny, sarcastic persona was someone who really wanted his family to be around him and, and was really relishing this time with his sister and his niece and when the 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 threat of them leaving or the 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 notion of them buying a home and getting their own place and yeah. and moving out and all the sort of changes and resistance to that and how he cleaned the house and um he just really didn't want them to leave trying to go out and buy them a puppy and <laughs> and um i just thought it added a lot to him to his character um and what and what we know about him and and making him more human, really, more more three-dimensional. Yeah, and it's amazing, too, because it takes almost that whole third episode till we have a moment where we actually just see it all. He comes back from returning Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> returning the dog, Carl, and he's just despondent, right? And he's sitting yeah. back at home with Laura, and he's like, yeah, I, I heard about the house, uh, meaning like he heard they put an offer in. And, and Laura's like, mom pulled the offer. And he just, his face, you know, he just yeah. lights up. And you just see that's like, that's all that matters. Like nothing else really matters. Yeah. He's just kind of an observer, as we've, you know, we're saying in, in last episode, he's He's sort of an observer and he's so detached and the way that he interacts and lives life is um, outside of uh, his life with them is uh, so much more detached. So yeah, it's really a, a great episode to see uh, Alex and um, you start to see maybe why he committed suicide or attempted um, to commit suicide as they referenced in the first episode. Um, because he so quickly just uh, becomes really, you know, despondent and disconnected, and uh, until Laura gives him that desperate. news, yeah, he's yeah. just desperate, and he's not—he's not saying that either, right? He's still like holding, um, kind of that saving face, like um, sort of valor thing, where he's—he's mm -hmm. he's not even—he's saying like, "Why do you have to leave?" But he's not. He's not actually expressing that, like, I need you to stay. Like, I, I want you to stay because it's for me. Absolutely. Yeah, there was a number of 
moments in this third episode where um, you learned so much about Alex and explored um, sort of these parts of Alex and when he went over when Carl was the puppy was sick from all the human food he'd been giving to him and he went over to April's um, and they had that exchange where he said, you know, everyone deserves to be loved. Yeah. Right. And then he kind of referenced referenced it later when he was locked out of her house. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. He was like, everyone deserves to be loved. Right. Like, Sarcastic. but that really was kind of like his, the theme within the theme of, of his character and what's, you know, what's going on with him and, and, um, yeah, added a lot to that later scene with Laura. I thought when it were, you know, he found out they weren't leaving, and it was just this like, oh, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, he has a really interesting line when they're um, actually when he drags Leon to go get the dog, um, Carl the puppy, and um, he's you know they kind of drop you into the scene, and they're like in the puppy puddle or whatever, and he's like, yeah, my. Parents never uh, let us have pets growing up. And he uh, just like out of, kind of out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, they just kind of went off to screw around and let us fend for ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, you get this first real uh, taste of what's going on and why, you know, he and Val are so close and so tight. And why he sort of depends on her in these certain ways, um, and yeah, he. But it's totally, you know, being Alex, it's totally like a throwaway, and it's like just kind of, it's like couched into, you know, why he's never had a a pet before. Yeah, um, yeah. Episode three did a, a great job of really moving all three characters forward and 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 allowing you to them to grow and take another step forward and really cement themselves, you know, now right in this first season. Um, and Laura, you know, continuing with her experiences at school and really breaking up with Emil, who we see again. And and uh, I found that exchange to be really fascinating, right? Because of how materialistic high school can be and, mm-hmm. or sorry, I should say superficial high school could be, right? Yeah. And, um, and the opening scene with the sex ed class was very funny. <laughs> That's I mean, just very so funny. Funny. Uh, <laughs> the teacher just owns them, like turns. Oh my head. god, those girls looked so <laughs> awkward and weird, and <laughs> they hold on Laura for the uh, you know the opening title reveal, and it's just like uh, it's a great moment of the actress just working that awkwardness. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. And I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you really, you kind of got more about from Laura's world and her journey. Definitely got a lot from Alex um, and Valerie as well, because they had to, she had to reunite with her ex husband to do the parent teacher conference, uh, which I thought was a really significant scene for her. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a little kind of flirtation there between the homeroom teacher and her right in front of the ex husband, which is always kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, and then the big reveal that she couldn't, she wasn't allowed to put the offer on the house after all that. And it was almost crazy interesting because they had, they had finally found peace, right, between yeah. speaking to one another. And then she felt comfortable enough to maybe talk to him normally or share something with him. Right. And it was like, what? what? You can't do that. You know, it's, it's um, I mean, yeah, it's the a, timing of pace of the show is just great. Yeah. 
And it's so funny because uh, what you're, you know, more and more just seeing in this dynamic is like, she's the successful one, right? So it's like, she's paying him alimony, like, and she's, so what she finds out is that, like, she can't spend more than she's paying him a month. Like, that's how it works. And it's just hilarious because it's, uh, it becomes very clear that it's like, this is her money that, like, she has and is making. It's like, not his money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's just an interesting dynamic, too, because uh, that sort of turns, you know, our paradigms on, uh, on their head in some ways and um, just really creates this fascinating dynamic where she can't put an offer, like she has to retract the offer on the house and essentially just like, hang at Alex's for a bit because she's so much more successful than her soon to be ex. Yeah. I mean, we live, we live in a weird society, <laughs> right? And the, the whole divorce proceedings are so intense. I know, especially in California, they get like really crazy and contention. So they, yeah. an interesting thing with flipping the script and having it be the husband who's not the, the, the owner and, and making it kind of unconventional, unconventional. Um, yeah, and, and uh, it seems like she wants to retreat. She wants to find solitude, her own space, in that whole process of looking for the homes and landing right. on the one that seemed peaceful and it could be theirs and she could start over and yeah. start her new life. And it's like, nope, <laughs> you're just going to be living at your brother's house until you figure this out. And uh, you're going to keep doing things you're not comfortable doing and right? we're going to watch you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's so meaningful for the just sh the show and what the show's about, and um, and yeah, it's almost like a psych, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and they did a great job too in booking in the book ending the episode with her like big O. Like maybe <laughs> this won't be so bad, like you know, or just like this giant orgasm with this young kid, and him being like, "This is amazing," yeah. and it's just like. Oh, so maybe trying new things and living like this, you know, I can I can actually fully commit to this. And how how funny and interesting is that going to be? Watching her fully commit to just getting out there in the world, exactly. instead of fighting it this whole time. Exactly. And even in the scene with the ex husband um, in this episode, he says, uh, just kind of apropos of nothing, uh, you look good, right? And you're like, uh huh, yep. She's starting to get her groove back, right? Um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, the ending, just amazing. And, um, yeah, and we see such great, uh, yeah, we have that kind of psych moment. Oh, they're not going anywhere. They're staying with Alex, which, of course, is so great kind of for us as the, as the watcher because now we have, like, Laura and Alex, like, both deepening and, like, they're, bond seemingly strengthening um while valerie is you know getting out there and uh yeah it's just i think it's setting up for such a great uh fun continuance of the story because we're now as we've said kind of invested in all these characters and these different dynamics um and we really you know are just three episodes in so we're uh Scratching yeah, the and there's 
<laughs> Definitely. There's some intriguing stuff like Alex messing with the code of his company, getting a call from someone who's presumably a business partner or someone running it or responsible. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, what is he doing with that code? And then the puppy throws up in the bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're not supposed to know about that yet. You know, I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's a lot in Laura and Alex and and Val that I'm intrigued by, that I'm interested in. Yeah. Here at the end of the third episode. They really, um, the interpersonal stuff is great, as we said in the last episode. And we once again see the Alex and Val relationship just uh, continuing to reveal uh, the layers and depths of itself to us. And one of my favorite quotes in the third episode is, uh, you know, when Val just asks (laughs) Alex, what do you do exactly? (laughs) He's like, "Uh, you mean for work? (laughs) What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's just like, what do you do? Um, and yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just telling about, um, you know, where they are. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, this third episode was cool, and I loved the, the showing the juxtaposition of Alex and how, you know, he was cool with any girl leaving or not something with a girl not working out he was cool with leon at the park when it became too much for leon and he just had to walk away and leave (laughs) and then on the other side of that was like when it was his family he was so torn up about it and was doing everything he could to like keep them in his life and so i like uh the duality of that and i like that they've added this dimension to him you know, and shown us some vo- vulnerability uh, with his character. It's it's added a lot. Yeah, and it it just colors the rest of it, which you know continues to be more of the same. Uh, of course, with like April, the uh, dog owner, um, it's just kind of more of the same old Alex. Even with that sort of poignant, everyone deserves to be loved line at the end. Sort of more of the same Alex behavior, but yeah, at the end. In that moment where uh, Laura reveals that they're staying, and we see him just, uh, yeah, just light up, light up, yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to uh, sort of end this first, you know, three episode really important start to a show. Um, I think it's really important those notes that things end on, right? Like uh, Alex mm-hmm. is happy. And Valerie's just had probably the best orgasm of the last decade, for all we know. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, great. Well, speaking of, you know, wrapping up the third episode, um, is there anything else you wanted to, uh, you know, touch on from episodes two and three of Casual? No, I think I like it. You know, I like where everyone is. I like that. You know that they're staying with Alex, and Laura's happy to stay there with Alex. And yeah, you know, and and they gave you a sense of how fresh it was. I think she said like, "Oh, what has it been like? Two weeks? Like, why don't we just stay? Why are we buying a house so soon? It's just been two weeks, so it's it does feel appropriate that they're going to ride this out for a while. It doesn't seem forced at all." Yeah, yeah, it's a new chapter, and uh, and it's going to be a more significant one. Than, uh, than maybe Valerie had hoped initially. But of course, it's all, uh, all leading to you know, more development and more growth, and uh, hopefully all these characters. So 
here we are. We've finished the first three episodes of our first show on the Woo! show about watching shows with friends. And this is something that we're going to do for every show after the first three episodes. We're going to take a temperature check. So uh, this is my show, Casual, and I love this, uh, this really touching, personal, uh, funny, funny show on Hulu, Casual. And Steve, how are you feeling? Do you want to keep mm. watching, or are you ready to pull the plug? Hmm. No pressure. You know, no I'm pressure. running. Hmm. I'm. Uh. You know, I'm running a little hot Ooh. because I really like casual, and I want to keep watching. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is exciting. We got the green light for our first show. Woo! Yeah! Casual! So that means we're going to keep watching, and we're going to pick up right where we left off, and we're going to watch episodes four, five, and six. We're going to come back and see if we can fit that all into one podcast. Might end up being two. We're not sure yet. But we're going to watch Season 1, Episodes 4, 5, and 6 of Casual. And we hope you do, too, and join us next time. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>Hello, friends, and thanks for listening. We just wanted to take a quick moment and let you know that we are really excited to be a part of a growing podcast network. It's called Connected Podcasts, and there are many other great shows on the network that we think you are going to enjoy. That's Connected, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-D, podcasts.com. Thanks for listening.